All right, CMY Kick, the podcast, official podcast of Grace Innovation in the house, bringing you those marketing, design, video, creative tips and tricks and stories and everything. So this is a special, special edition of the podcast focusing on none other than Sean and I's favorite event of the year, New York Comic Con. That's a pretty good intro, right? I was. Yeah. The whole time I'm on my HMAC, like, what's he going to say? <laughs> so, um, Comic-Con, the reason we're even talking about Comic-Con is because Comic-Con is proof that if you, that culture can change so quickly. Um, you know, we've seen it so many times before, but I think from a business perspective and a marketing perspective, um, Comic-Con is a real example of how something can go from being like the most subculture, like fringe kind of you know, almost like uncool, like mm. nerdy thing to becoming like the coolest thing that like everybody goes to or everybody wants to be involved with. And, you know, just a huge revenue maker. You have food trucks. You have, you know, people dressed up. I mean, it's incorporating a little bit of everything. And uh, and I think that that happens a lot. Like if you look at even computers, right? Like back in the 70s and the 80s if you were into computers like you were a nerd oh yeah you were you know you were in the nerd culture like if you built computers or you had you know if you were building atari games or even video games yeah. right video games in the beginning were uh for the nerds and then they become at some point there's like this shift where it becomes like kind of cool you know because it becomes a subculture and then it just becomes cool and then the big companies come in like i think when we go to comic con now there's a Chevrolet. Uh, booth. Yeah, Chevrolet <laughs> boards there, and they bring a DJ and everything to play everyone out at night. Though the biggest example I would say for it becoming so big is last year I brought my dad, who is an old football coach, football player in college. He used to think it was the nerdiest thing to go to Comic Con. Then he went this year. Then this uh, last year, this year he's like wasn't to buy a ticket. All his favorite like Outlanders there, um, Zachary Levi's there promoting Shazam the whole time he's like oh, I really wish I went that was actually really cool last year so it just shows like how it's changed so much like an old football player from the 80s always thought like my brothers and I were nerdies for liking comic went one year and was like this is the coolest thing ever yeah I think people have a really good time when they go there I know that some of the people who who kind of have been going there since the beginning mm -hmm. now they get a little upset they get a little a little hurt about things you know because it's so it's become so big and it's there's lines and you gotta mm -hmm. wait and um, but yeah, I mean, that's exactly. So things usually start off as like this subculture and then they, they gain steam and then they become like, you know, part of pop culture, popular yeah. culture. So anyway, that's, that's a trend that you can watch not only in like comic books, but in business. You know, if you look at like what is kind of becoming popular and then, you know, if you can kind of foresee the shift of where that's going. Mm -hmm. You can make money, you know, or you can you can have a great marketing campaign or um, like podcasting. Podcasting right now is kind of uh, it's still in its infancy, whereas like five years ago, like nobody was podcasting. You know, I was say people thought you were kind of crazy. Well, some people were podcasting, but like it's not it, it, each year it gets more and more popular mm -hmm. is what I guess what I'm saying to where in five or ten years, you're probably going to have like really good professional produced podcast audio content. Yeah, um, I'm always pushing audio because. 
audio allows you to do all these other things while you're consuming content. So that's why I think it's never going to go away and it's never not going to be popular. It's just going to get better. I think it's also easier since you don't have to constantly be looking at a screen to see what's happening. Exactly. Yeah, you can do other things. You can travel. You can work. You can uh, you can dance <laughs> if you want to. <laughs> so I just got in from Denver. Super stuffy. Pardon my sniffles. I was at Agency Con. Um, next podcast, we'll talk about Agency Con um, once I've had a, t- a chance to kind of, you know, ground from the trip. Yesterday was like a 16-hour travel day. <laughs> the shuttle picked me up at 8 a.m. Mountain Time. I didn't get home from JFK till like 10 Eastern Time, so that's like 12. I think that's about a 12-hour sh- travel day. But I'm travel battle-hardened, man. <laughs> like, I realized that, like, I actually enjoy it. I like to travel and... I realize that when you're in the airport, it's like you're you're in like some void of culture or society. Like you're not like in New York, you're not like in the city. You're just like in, stuck in this void, and like almost it's almost like free of all communication and responsibility for a little bit. Like you can just kind of like you're like like once you make it past TSA, it's like ah oh, okay, I got like an hour and a half. I'm just gonna wait for my flight, you know. But you're not you're like stuck nowhere. <laughs> So anyway, getting back on track to Comic-Con. Um, so I went on Thursday, right, which is Professional Industry Day. Yes. I sneak my way in every year with, uh, with my nice I know, I was so mad I missed the opportunity to sign up. Free ticket pitch, yeah. Um, Thursday was good. Uh, and you went on what day? I went Saturday and Sunday. Mm. And what did you see on Saturday and Sunday? I... God, I went to so many. Oh, you went two days? Yeah. Oh, that's pretty. That's pretty serious. Oh yeah. Well, because Zachary Levi and Jason Momoa were going to be there on Sunday, and my brother and I bought Saturday tickets. Yeah. And our significant others are in love with Jason Momoa. Oh yeah. And Zachary Levi is our favorite actor, so we're like, we're we're gonna get Sunday tickets. Um, Jason Momoa, he's Aquaman, right? Yes. And he was on Game of Thrones. I think of him as Drago. And he looks like a really kind of grungy biker, right? In real life, like it's yes. kind of how his style is. Oh yeah. I think he walks around with hatchets because he's a hatchet thrower now. Really? He's like one of those guys that could pull off a cane that doesn't like need one. Oh, like to- oh yeah. yeah like, like he could even do like the weird knob on the cane. He could pull like off a like a feather in his hat. Like he's one of those guys that like you see them like I think I think Rogan Joe Rogan talked about it. Like he wears like thumb rings. I was gonna say <laughs> he was on like Kimmel lights or something last month and he was wearing like one of those fedoras or cowboy hats with a feather in it. Yeah. Certain guys can pull that off and I commend them, you know. Us so, normal people can't. <laughs> yeah, if I walk down the street with a feather in my hat, some guy's going to probably call me out on the street right in front of Starbucks. So, okay, so 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 you got to see Zachary Levi. Yes, on you, Sunday. Jason he, Momoa. Did you just get a glimpse of them, or did you go to a panel? Um, Zachary Levi, one of the Michonne from The Walking Dead, apparently yeah. canceled on Sunday. Oh, okay. So they gave Zachary Levi a whole hour to just talk to his fans. So wow. he did a live Q&A. For an hour, he got through maybe three questions since he was just so personal and so nice. Oh, cool. But my girlfriend actually got right next to him. Oh, nice. Uh, my brother and I went to the live stage to go see Dean Kane and Terry Hatcher for the Dean Kane from Dean, Superman? Yeah. I love, he's in that movie with Denzel Washington, too. That's like from the 90s. So Out of time. It's cool. My brother and I are like, I, I've always wanted to say like, Let's go see Dean Kane. Yeah, he seems like a cool guy, right? Yeah, but I got us front row seats. My brother waited in the back row. He had seats in the back row for like maybe he waited there for an hour and a half. My girlfriend and I go say hi to him. Then we're like, oh, we're just going to go wait on the side. We walk up to the front. 
two women are just like, do you want our seats? We got front row seats. So I'm staring my brother down like, yeah, that just happened. Wow. But my girlfriend was like, I, I don't care about Dean Kane. Like, who's Terry Hatcher? So she was like, I'm going to go walk around. Oh, jeez. Dean Kane's panel comes. He's like 10 minutes late. <laughs> so my brother and I the whole time are just like, are you kidding me right now? Like, where, where is he? This is the only reason we stayed. Yeah, yeah. My girlfriend sent us a picture of Joe Man- Manginliola, Man- Man- Mangelio. Yeah. Um, and I'm like, where, where is that? What, what, where, where are you? She takes a little selfie, like, next to him. Okay. Five minutes later, Dean Kane comes running on the stage. My, girl, my girlfriend sends me a text message of a selfie with her and Zachary Levi. Like, with, like, not like a full selfie, but he's, like, maybe... I get it. So Dean Kane's lateness caused you to miss a selfie opportunity with Zachary Levi, right? Yes. Was the Kane worth it? Was Dean Kane worth it? Let me get to the rest of the story. Okay. <laughs> I am in a Jurassic Park Dr. Alan Grant costume, so I look obnoxious <laughs> with my hat and everything. <laughs> Once my girlfriend sends me this picture of Zachary Levi, I full stand up. Dean Kane notices me. Because I am right in front of him. <laughs> and I just go, let's go to my brother. And we walked out. <laughs> he saw us walk out. Because I was like, I'm not make- I'm making a scene right now because he was late. Yeah. Um, we sprinted to go see Zachary Levi. Apparently my girlfriend got in a group shot with him. Oh my God. The best thing about that is she got cut out of his Instagram post. Oh, because really? they changed it for social media. So they did uh, 800 by 800. Oh, so she's just cut out of that's it. That's like, yeah. It was great revenge. Oh, um, man. But I was just... I, I I think I pissed off Dean Kane. <laughs> really? Probably for like a minute. Oh, yeah. And then he was like, like, who's... What is going... Who is this guy? A lot of people are scared of Comic-Con. So they're kind of like on tiptoes. So he was... Because it's like, comic fans are like very meticulous about the, oh, yeah. about the subject matter. Well, apparently, I was kind of mad after we left. He apparently went on like a 10-minute rant about how um, the new Superman, um, Henry Cavill, yeah. is garbage. Really? He went on a rant about it. He's just it. jealous. Oh, God, yeah. I, I, I just even forgot that he was Superman for a second. Because I think of him as like a B act, like a character actor. Yeah, once you go on like Dancing with the Stars, like you're kind of done unless you're a football player. Yeah, whatever. That's still kind of cool that you pissed off Dean Kane. Oh, it was, the hi- I think, the highlight of my like whole experience. <laughs> I'm, I was started laughing before because I'm thinking of you in the Dr. Alan Grant costume, but, like, when you were coming there. And people probably didn't even know that you were dressed as him, and they probably just thought you were, like, this really... Like, like they probably thought you were, like, an archaeologist <laughs> walking down With, the street. Um, my girlfriend and I... When we were together, people understood what we were. But like when she was walking by herself, people yeah, but were only at Comic Con. Like if I'm saying outside, like, right when we were on the bus, people were asking. But if you went like six blocks east, oh east, yeah, yeah, east no Comic Con, everyone just like who's this bozo with that? <laughs> yeah, hat like, on? Like this guy wearing like a like a Indiana Jones hat and a, and a and a bandana around his neck. That's what I'm, that's why I'm laughing. Like. Because it's like, uh, it's almost like, it's not one of those outfits like where you're dressed up like a manga character. Oh, yeah. Like, that could be like someone's like normal outfit mm-hmm. who's like a weird like guy who's into like dinosaurs and digging and stuff. The, the weirdest thing was like, we had over like 20 people take pictures with us. Yeah. And I've never experienced this before. Oh, you said you felt like some celebrity feeling, right? Yeah, and then on Sunday, my, since my, my girlfriend was like, that was so much fun, like, let's dress up tomorrow again. And I was like, we have no other costumes to do so. She's like, let's just wear this one. I had, like, we were beat up because we were there from it's, yeah, it's 8 a.m. to 
we got back like maybe at we were there for 12 hours straight yeah. i'm in this heavy denim shirt <laughs> um khakis i'm drenched in sweat go back the next day we look like beat up for we look like the end of the version Jurassic Parks. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. At the end of the movie. Yeah, oh, yeah, like, like when they all just fought raptors. and I had like two people ask for pictures, and I was like, I can't. I can't no. Yeah, you were no. above it at that point. You were too tired. Well, they kept, now you know what a celebrity's life is like for like a day. They also kept asking for pictures like in the middle of the crowds because apparently Sunday is the, the biggest day. Because it's kids' day. It's kids' day, and I think they just oversell it so you can't really move. Like Saturday, you were able, like, if someone's like, can I get a picture? You could go to the side. Yeah. But Sunday, it's just like, Wow. People have no etiquette. Just insane. Yeah. Thursday was pretty decent. Um, it wasn't, like, too crowded. Mm-hmm. And I felt like I felt like last year Thursday was more crowded. It was weird. Um, really? I had a good time. I, I did think they might have put a cap on, like, the amount of people. They kind of should. I mean, Even Sunday it's... was a little less. Sunday last year, the escalators, they turned them all off because people kept getting hurt on it because it was so crowded. Yeah, and also you can't. Like, when there's so many people, you can't see everything from the vendors. Mm-hmm. Like, for instance, if you wanted to buy something, it hurts the vendors to be too overcrowded because then it's just too overcrowded that you can't even, like, see what people are selling. Yeah. You can't get over to their booth, you know. Um, I think one of the funniest things, though, about Comic-Con, just before I forget, is when you see people going to it and they're, like, mixed in with regular society. Oh, yeah. Like, when they ha- like, like you said, like when you have to take the subway dressed as Darth Maul, like, you know, or... <laughs> You got to take a ferry, and you have like a Jason mask on, or something, you know, like, or whatever it is. Like on that. my bus ride, there was a woman, like painted pink, <laughs> and everyone's like, "Oh, she's going to Comic Con. It's pretty cool." I remember explaining Comic Con once to like uh, when I worked for a company, uh, to the boss. I was like, "Yeah, I'm taking a personal day," and he's like, "Well, what are you doing?" And I was like, "I'm going to Comic Con." And he's like, "Oh, what's Comic? You know, he's an older guy. Or he's not so in touch with like culture, uh, that culture at least." And he was like, uh, "What is Comic Con?" You know, and I'm like, "I'm like, oh, like you know, people dress up. We you kind of celebrate, you know, comics and movies and pop culture. And there's signings and panels." And he's like, he like looked at me. He's like, "People pay to go do this?" <laughs> and he's like, "You taking the day off for this?" He's like, "I mean, I, you know." And I'm like, "Yeah." Like, <laughs> and then like I was kind of like rethinking. I'm like, "What am I doing?" You know, like, but that, you know what? And then at the end of the day, I was like, "No, it's fun. Like, it's yeah. just." It's just cultural. Different people have different... Like, it's the same way people go and tailgate in the parking lot of a Jets or Giants game. You know? Yeah. It's the same culture. Like, it's just what you're into. You're into pop culture, comics, movies, video games, whatever. Um, anyway, getting back to Comic-Con. Thursday, right? Oh, yeah. What panels did you see? You saw the Harry Potter Man, panel. I had such a good time. I, as, I'm, as I'm growing older <laughs> and wise in the Comic-Con community, um, I really enjoy the panels. You know, if if you if it's something that you're into, if you find a panel that you mm-hmm. can get down with, you know. I was gonna say last year's experience was not as great as my experience this year because I only went to one panel last year. Yeah. I believe panels make Comic Con. Yeah, panels are fun if you go to the one that you're into. Like, yeah, it, so it the gives floor you a is bit cool. of relaxing. Like you're it not does. walking around. Yeah. Even I went to a hundred panel, blind spot panel. I still had fun. I got yeah. free stuff. Yep. Yeah, dude, you get some swag. I went. To, so which ones did I go to this year? So I always hit the I always hit the panel first. I always go to a morning one right when I get there, mm-hmm. just to come in, relax, like you said, get unwound, ground, and then uh, I'll go do the walk after that and get some lunch and mm-hmm. spend a few hours there. And then I'll I'll plan my day out on the app or whatever for yeah. panels. I'll pick the ones I like, even if I don't go to them. I'll just have like a rough agenda. However, this year I went to the Harry Potter panel 
for The Cursed Child uh, on Broadway, and it was awesome. It was really cool, man. Um, I, so, like, I'm a, I'm a big Harry Potter fan now. My mm-hmm. wife got me into it. Um, we went to Harry Potter World in, you for that. Uh, in Florida on our honeymoon. Um, she's a huge Harry Potter fan. Her sister is... It's like a big Harry Potter thing over there. It's like the way you have, like, uh, Steelers fans. <laughs> <laughs> My family were Harry Potter people, so... Um, so yeah, so I went to the Harry Potter panel. Really cool. All the actors were there. You know, these people are not like super famous, mm-hmm. but they're like, you know, kind of famous. So it was cool to just hear their, you know, take on everything. They showed you a few scenes from the play. Oh, really? It's on Broadway in New York now. Mm-hmm. So they're all living in New York so they can be there. I mean, it looks really cool. Mm-hmm. I want to go to it. It's a little expensive, but, and you have to watch two parts. Yeah. And it's like 160 bucks a part. That's so for one person, you're looking at like 320. Yeah. And if you want to go with like a significant other, you're looking at like a six or seven hundred dollar night. Just right. That's pretty crazy to drop seven hundred bucks. You should have a payment plan or something, right? (laughs) That would actually be like you know. I don't think I would want to do a payment plan. Well, like you should be able to pay it off and then you can go. Oh yeah. Like like a layaway, but because I'm thinking about that now, but running that back in my head, like, dude, that's like like okay, like it's. It's one sixty five, I believe, per uh, part for mm-hmm. the Harry Potter. Um, is that for like the mezzanine seats to like the bad ones? I don't even know. Yeah, it could be for the bad it, seats. It probably is. Yeah, so you're looking at like three fifty probably, or three thirty, or so- somewhere around three thirty per person, mm-hmm. right? Times two for your wife or your girlfriend or boyfriend or whatever. Um, you're looking at. Uh, <laughs> Six six hundred and sixty dollars, like for and then two people. Pack on like forty dollars per well, yeah, ticket just for like cleanup costs. And then there's dinner, right? Which is 50, yeah, fifty bucks. Yeah, you have to spend all day in this. Thirty city. or fifty bucks or something. So then you're looking at about seven hundred dollars, and then with the traveling to get there, if you're outside mm-hmm. of New York, like that's a seven hundred dollar night. Oh god! Like that, you need to like like the normal human, the normal person in society that makes whatever a fair wage. Like mm-hmm. that could be a trip. To, That's like a vacation. Yeah, that could be two plane tickets somewhere. Yeah. You know? So, anyway, I don't know how they're going to work that out. I'd love to go see it. but mm. So, anyway, get it. <laughs> uh, it was a cool panel, though, nonetheless. Do they do any singing for you? <sighs> they did a little something-something. Okay. I think. I remember. It's a little blurry right now. but uh, So, after the panel, I did the walk, walked the floor. Um, I got to see Common of the John Wick series. Uh, he's not going to be in the third one, he said, though. Oh. Unfortunately. Um, but he was promoting some new uh, movie that I don't remember because I was so... Because I, I just remember John Wick because it's so mm-hmm. good. But Sorry, Common, if you ever hear this. Uh, and then what else did I do? Oh, okay, I also went to the uh, Stand Against Evil panel with John... Because oh, I just love John C. McGill. Yeah. You know, he's like my jam from The Rock... He was in On Deadly Ground, the worst Steven Seagal movie ever rated on Rotten Tomatoes. What else is he in? Oh, Scrubs. So I'm just like, at heart, I'm a huge John C. Mm-hmm. McGinley guy. And uh, they showed like an episode. I didn't really like it. I thought really? it was kind of silly. But I like John C. McGinley. So he wore a shirt that said uh, Crap and Apple, which was kind of cool. Uh, I guess he says that on the show a lot. It was, it was cool, you know, but it just, it, the show is just, it's like almost like Evil Dead, but like slapstickish. You know? That's what I was thinking. From commercials, that's what it looks like. Yeah, that's what it but is. I'm such a big Evil Dead fan. I was like, I, I, it, I it could be done. It could be done better. The writing could be better. I feel like the acting's pretty good from him, at least. Uh, I feel like it could be done better. But 
you know, to each their own. Um, so that was that was pretty much pretty much it. Uh, oh, I did go to I, I walked by uh, Mark Ruffalo from a distance. Oh, made binocular hands with my like binoculars with my hands. I tried to like zoom in on him. Um, crazy line. And then right next to him, there was only three people in line to see Phil Lamar. Phil Lamar is one of my favorite voice yeah, actors. Yeah, Phil Lamar is awesome. He was in Pulp Fiction, too. Not a lot of people know that, but he's Marvin, the guy that they shoot by accident. Oh, yeah. I yeah. Was, yeah, it's, I constantly forget about that. So, anyway, it was a good time. I had a great time at Comic-Con. I do quick want to talk about the lines for, like, the booths they had to, like, do events on. Like What, what, the, what booths? Um... The South Park, they had an escape room. They had, like, a video game she could oh, play. Oh, yeah, but yeah. the lines would be, like, just to, because you had to scan in. It was a very odd thing. You would scan in. Well, so they can get around. your information. With My brother and I sprinted to the glass um, yes, panel. Yes, uh, which I panel, loved. Booth they had. The line was huge for that? We got there at 9. We got to the booth at maybe 9.40. A.M.? Yeah, A.M. They were out. What do you mean out? Like they were done. That they were done scanning people. They're like, we're done for the day. What do you mean done for the day? Like they scanned. I they said the max amount they could use, like have. So you couldn't back. go through it. We could not go back. Dude, on Thursday there was nobody online for it. It was like ten people. I got into the class thing. Oh, nice. Because I guess like kind of, I don't know. I should be. I kind of broke in. <laughs> so um, they're not gonna come arrest you. <laughs> um, they kind they had like a back door of the event, and some guy. Him and his brother were talking through it, and I was like, "Is this is this booth worth it?" He's like, "Are you asking if the glass booth is worth co- waiting online?" And he's like, "Yeah," and he was dressed like a doctor, and I was just like, "Oh my god, you're, I hate you right now." Just because of the way he answers, like, "What are you, an idiot?" Yeah, it's worth it. So, he, I mean, it does look good. He walked out of the room, so I just go, "Okay." I walked in the room and closed the door on him. I feel like there's so much hype around the movie Glass. All the room was was a white room with a TV on the screen. Yeah, because they were like making you part of a comic book. I think that was the whole experience. They, right? all they did, because I only stayed for like two minutes, because I was like, "This is dumb. I need to go like buy posters and everything." <laughs> yeah, yeah. It looked like they asked you questions uh, to see if you were a villain or a hero. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you they just had something on the screen. That was it. I was like, "This is not." No, but I think you could get it printed. Or something like that. I, that's what they told me. If you wanted to pay, you could oh, get that. Oh, you could pay? You get it printed, and then you're like, it's, sh- it's like a cool memorabilia from the event. I wouldn't, I wouldn't pay. But I was just like, are you kidding me? You have to wait in line to buy something you yeah. did not know about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just like, this is ridiculous. I walked out. I love the marketing for Glass, though. I'm oh, like, yeah. I'm like excited. Like the, they had the their own like the comic book shop in it that you could actually walk around in. Did you see the, the, the guy who did the art, po- the posters, is like a real famous comic book artist. Really? Yeah, M. Night Shyamalan hired him. Oh, I think wow. his name is Alex Cross or something, or Alex. I took a picture. I, I have it on my phone, but mm-hmm. the uh, posters and all the artwork for, for Glass are done by, like, this really high-end, um, like, comic artist. He's not even, like, a comic book artist. He does, like, really nice, like, really nice, like, uh, they're not prints, but they're, like, 16 by 20s. They're, like, they're mm-hmm. like big. You frame them, and very beautiful stuff. They're, like, they cost, like, thousands of dollars. Oh, my God. Yeah, so... They're doing some cool stuff with glass. It better be good, man. It really, really, really better be like at least an eighty or above on Rotten Tomatoes. I stopped like watching all trailers or anything just because I don't want to overhype myself. I'm gonna tell you something. The first trailer got me so pumped because and it was really well put together. The second trailer, 
it, it lost a little something for me at least I haven't uh, seen it because I'm like the first one got me hyped and I was like this is exactly what happened for Suicide Squad and Effort Rebellion Justice oh, yeah. League I just want to see if it's good so alright so everybody that was our Comic Con recap of some of the favorite things that uh, we got to do there you know obviously Comic Con uh, has a huge word of mouth marketing um but, you know, you don't really see... I don't really see a lot of ads for them. I think the word of mouth is so big that it's just unnecessary. Oh, yeah, it's on Facebook. You know? That's where they advertise. That's all they advertise on is Facebook. Yeah, yeah. But they have so many moving parts mm-hmm. that, like, that are advertising for them as well. If you do go, though, um, <clears throat> if you ever go, make sure to go support Artist Alley. And episode three of our series, Creative, um, will be interviewing some artists and talking about their... You know, creative journey to go from, you know, unknown to a known comic book artist, and then eventually make a career out of that. 